Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to just the other Locked On um, podcast networks here in Denver. Definitely check out the work that Adam Mares is doing with the Locked On Nuggets, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Uh, and he has a couple really good episodes with interesting interviews that he does with some people who know a lot about Jeremy Grant, really good connections, um, people who have seen Bull Bull since high school. So just some really good interviews he's done there. And then, of course, um, Cody Roark with the Lockdown Broncos. Uh, always really great to see and listen to Broncos stuff this season, obviously, is getting off and started and if you want all of the dish you know all things Broncos with um, even that fight that went down the other day in training camp you want all the good information about this crazy new coach of ours who doesn't like music apparently which I think is ridiculous but whatever um, definitely, definitely, definitely check out the Locked On Broncos podcast for all of your inside Broncos information. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia from Mile High Sports. You can find all of the work I do at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter or Instagram. Um, have a really cool Instagram post up right now from that interview that I got that if you guys listened, you could have heard interview with um, Bruce Bochy, just a really cool chat where he gets to tell you, you know, his most memorable memory in Coors Field and his most embarrassing memory. I thought that was a really fun episode. So definitely check that one out if you haven't already. Just listen to the Bochy interview. It's, it's a pretty cool one. Yesterday, now that we're going to get into Rocky's talk, it's, it's just so depressing. <laughs> I mean, the Rockies headed to Houston for a two-game um, series on Tuesday and Wednesday. They had the day off Monday. You would think they would have been nice and well-rested. Well and instead, they get beat 6-11 to and 3-14. to Just another crazy, crazy tough loss for the Rockies over the course of the last several games, let's see, series, including the last homestand and this two games in Houston. The Rockies have lost five of, let's see, three, six, seven, eight, five of eight games. And let's see, the Dodgers had scored nine runs against them, five runs against them. Then San Francisco scored six runs against them, four runs, two runs. They did a really good job against San Francisco actually, in Bochy's last um, appearance here at Coors Field. But then they go into Houston against a team that really made a lot of moves at the trade deadline, a team that made those moves because they are tired of losing. They want to be a team that is a World Series contender every year, and they set themselves up for success. After that trade deadline, I tweeted out, the Houston Astros are going to the World Series, period. Because of how much how many moves they made and how strategic their moves were. I thought they they just did what they needed to do. They they corrected their weakest links, and they have a really good team out there. They have guys like Jose Altuve who can get a, a single or a double for you easily. They have uh, Yuli Gurrieli, Gurriel, who, uh, La Pina, as I call him, who is 
being very, very effective offensively. You have guys like Carlos Correa in your uh, infield who are defensively supporting your your pitching staff, and it's it's just sad. It's I mean, it's great if you're a Houston Astros fan, but it's sad if you're a Colorado Rockies fan because you saw the Rockies do nothing and continue to trust in this core that they have. And interestingly enough, I was, uh, hopefully we can get to this in the second segment, but thinking about their core and what it means to trust in their core in these, and we're going to talk about that in that second segment. But before we do, let's just talk about the review of this Astros Rockies series. Um, obviously, I, I mean, I feel like in the game one, probably your best batter was. Um, Raimel Tapia, which was interesting. And then, of course, you had Nolan and Trevor, who also homer in that second game. But really, solo homers, the Rockies only score in three innings, and they only get one runoff in those three innings, where Houston can string together hits and really make that work for them in um, a better way. Peter Lambert now... With a 6.87 ERA, he has two wins and three losses in his MLB career. Just uh, a really sh- tough start for Peter Lambert in yesterday's game. Ends up going three innings only, and uh, definitely not what we've seen from him. We've seen him be able to squeak out at least five innings. So, again, the day before, my critique of Bud Black was that he went through his bullpen too fast. Then on a second day, in a second game against the Astros, where Lambert really struggled on the mound, he also had to go through his bullpen, um, go into his bullpen early. He gets two innings out of Jesus Tinoco, two innings in one batter, and then he gets two innings and two batters out of Howard and finishes out the game. Again, in this situation, when he was losing so badly, he did let those pitchers stay in the game a little bit longer, but... When you think about the first game in that series, you have Herman Marquez, probably, I guess at this point, one of your most veteran pitchers. Uh, I guess I would say John Gray is probably the most veteran in your starting rotation, but definitely been your most consistent pitcher. He, despite the fact that he's struggling, you know, letting him stay there out there on the mound and get his 95 pitches. Herman did get his pitch count up really quickly in that first game, and that could have been part of the reason why he was pulled early. But, for example, Lambert going three innings. Um, at, in the third inning, they were already losing 5-1. to one. So uh, I don't think Buddy really was making a play to stay in this game necessarily. I think he just went to his bullpen and um, in Jesus Tinoco. Lambert only had 40, uh, 74 excuse me, pitches in that first three innings, so he could have at least gone maybe a fourth inning. I know he was getting rocked. He was having a really hard time, only gets one strikeout. Both homers were against him um, and walks four guys, so really, really battled, unfortunately. Faces 20 batters in his short three innings, so... I get why he goes to Tinoco, but I don't think it was necessarily a play to continue to keep him in this game. And unfortunately, they lose another game to Houston, 3-14. to We'll be back with more after this break. Hey guys, this is Jenna Garcia with the Locked on Rockies podcast, reminding you that today's podcast is brought to you by Postmates. 
Postmates is your food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. Available to you 24 7, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app and use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates has it. Download the Postmates app and save with the code LOCKED ON. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. That's right, not on the field, in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring our podcast. Hey guys, thanks for sticking with me after the break. So like I said, I wanted to talk a little bit about the core that Jeff Bright is just choosing to stick with. This core is very good. Uh, You have Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, names that are well-known names. Charlie Blackman, Daniel Murphy, great and well-known names. But interesting that I would say the strongest, the biggest strength in in the Rockies organization is their infield, their infield defense. It's not your pitchers. It's not your outfield. It's your infield defense. And at a time when the shift is least necessary, because least prevalent, infield defense doesn't make that much sense. It seems like offense would be the most important thing that you would want to, 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 um, invest in and so I do think that this core is good but I think that they need to make a change a shift in the way that they think and start working towards their offensive approach a lot more before we wrap up the show I wanted to give you guys some interesting stats fan graphs can gives you um, graphs of all kind of projections for the team as well as uh, stats for every player and every team based on the results thus far of the 2019 series teams that will make the playoffs here you go The Yankees, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Red Sox with only a 14.9% chance of making the playoffs. The Tampa Bay Rays, a 67.8% chance. Um, The Twins, the Indians in the AL Central. In the AL West, you have the Astros who have a 100% chance of making the playoffs at this time. The Athletics with a 31.7% chance. 
in the AL West. Then you go to the NL East, you have the Braves, the Nationals making the playoffs. They still have the Mets making the playoffs and the Phillies with a 15% chance of making the playoffs. NL Central, 87.9% chance. The Cardinals, uh, or sorry, the Cubs with an 87.9% chance. Then you go drop down to 29% for the Cardinals, 28.6% for the Brewers, and only 7% chance for the, Re- uh, the Reds. Now, I give you some of those numbers because I want to tell you now the NL West numbers. The Dodgers have a 100% chance of making the playoffs. Then you have the Diamondbacks with a 10.3% chance, the Giants with a 1% chance, the Padres with a 0.5% chance, and the Rockies with a 0.4% chance. Percent chance of winning the World Series for the Rockies, Padres, Giants are all a 0% chance, according to these projections. They're just projections based on numbers already this season. It's not necessarily impossible, I suppose. Uh, The Diamondbacks have a 0.1% chance of winning the World Series, and the Dodgers with a 16.9% chance. Uh, The Cubs with a 7.6% chance of winning the World Series. The Braves with a 6.7%. The Astros with a 28.7% chance. So the Astros are leading the Dodgers in percent uh, chance of winning the World Series. The Twins with only a 7.9% chance, despite what they're doing, breaking records with home runs and then the Yankees with the 13.0% chance that's a weird way to say that 13% chance um I guess so if you look at those stats you would say it's probably going to be an Astros Dodgers World Series um interestingly enough we'll see how correct fan graphs is and then before I I let you guys go for today I wanted to give you exact wild card chance um, the Diamondbacks have a 10.3% chance of winning the wild card. The Giants a 1% chance of winning the wild card. The Padres a 0.5% and the Rockies a 0.04%. There are some teams that are completely out of the wild card race as well, according to fan graphs. In uh, the Pirates, these are 0% chances. The Marlins, the Mariners. Let's see, the Royals, the Tigers, and the White Sox. So the AL Central, very, very weak. Uh, The Blue Jays and the Orioles as well. So the AL East, also fairly weak. Um, The Yankees and the Rays and the Red Sox are three great teams, and then you got two pretty weak teams. So just so you guys know where we kind of get our projections from, I wanted to give you those projections from Fangraphs and say keep your hopes up. (laughs) you know hopefully the Rockies learn from this year hopefully this is a way that they can build on what they've learned thus far as a team and unfortunately they regress this year as compared to prior years but that doesn't mean they have to regress all the way back and start all over they can get a couple pieces that they need hopefully in this offseason and hopefully the rest of this season is a learning experience for them I'm Jenna Garcia with the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network. We'll be back after tonight's game against San Diego. Three game stint in San Diego before they head back to town where you'll get your daily updates of those games on my social media page at Vita Viva Diva. Talk to you guys later.